Utah's best sports radio is on the Zone Sports Network. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is... And it's time to kick off Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's a big show. Everybody ready? Monday, Monday. Just another manic Monday. Let's get rolling. This is the big show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Welcome on in. Happy Monday. Thank you very much for making us a part of it. Uh, how's it going over there, Gordon? What's 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 happening? Going well, thank you. Doing all right? Yeah. You have a good weekend? Uh, I did have a good weekend. Did you? Yeah. Do you want anything fun? Uh, uh, let's see. What do I do? No, I really didn't do much of anything. You've got a look on your face that would indicate otherwise. Nope. Uh, it was one of those where I got my work done early, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, so I I uh, just relaxed. Because again, the the look on your face <laughs> would indicate that no that that you that that you did something else. That maybe you're not so proud of. I don't know why no, you wouldn't. No, no, why, no, you no. wouldn't uh, why you wouldn't? <laughs> well, share. you're making me laugh. That's why. But uh, yeah, I, for the first time in as long as I can remember, I did pretty much nothing. Pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I Was did it the, all. I, it's I did, cracked up to be. I did the normal things, but on Saturday, I uh, I watched two movies. I watched Knives Out. I've heard that's good. I really liked it, and I watched Midway. I've also heard that's good. Yeah, I liked them both. So that right. was uh, that was about as productive as I got. Good on, for you uh, on uh, on the weekend. But I spent time with my family. Good. So, so you're riding good. that popcorn high into a Monday then? <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, we have a lot to do today. We do. Uh, How about you? A lot what about of your weekend? Did you have a good one? Uh, yeah, it wasn't bad. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, let's see. I went skiing yesterday, so that was fun for the second time this season. So my legs are a little tired today, but what are you going to do? How had was some, it? Had some buddies in town. It was great. Are the ski resorts wide open these days? Uh, no, I mean it wasn't crowded, but it certainly wasn't empty either. Okay. But yeah, the snow was nice and soft. It was great. Snowed most of the day. It did. It did. It snowed. Yeah. Huh. You know that's what happens at ski resorts, right? Well, I mean, but I'm trying to think. Was it snowing down here yesterday? I don't You're, remember. It rained. You're in a weird boot today. What's going on with you? <laughs> I don't know. What's, what's going on over there? I got lots of energy because, I, like I said, I didn't do anything on Saturday. I uh, watched a movie and I watched the jazz play and uh, I watched some basketball, obviously. Um, and uh, so I, I got energy stored up. I got up this morning, went on the treadmill, worked out. Did you? Yeah. Oh, Terrific. That's too bad. That's so so I'm off you. to a good start. Yeah. Coworker Horton, how are you? Hello, fellow coworker. Good, good weekend. You doing all right? Uh, I, too, did a lot of nothing. 
this weekend, <laughs> and it felt terrific. It, it does, yeah. doesn't it? It's weird for me because I always work on Saturdays. Always? Almost always. Yeah. So uh, so isn't that a strange feeling, just doing nothing? You, you did the show on Saturday. Yeah, I did Car Sense, yeah. Good show at Car Sense, and then uh, just hung out with my daughter and my wife the rest of the weekend. It was fun. And with the old uh, the diseases scares, no yeah. one's going to church. Built an excuse right there to not put pants on. The church I went to was uh, packed to the room. Okay. Yeah. Well, then you keep your distance. Did you say that like like you're bragging about it? No, I'm just saying oh, it was okay. full. All right. I don't know why. I don't know. Just, Act, active congregation there. Yeah, Passionate about it. Yeah, so, uh, so anyway... <laughs> Okay, we've got a lot of basketball. There seems to be more to this. This, No, no. So it's it's behaving so strangely. There's got to be more to this. Okay, I have a question for you, and it's a question that I'm asking for a friend. Uh oh. What does PK want to know? Not PK, but I I have a friend who is considering buying a house, and it is directly on top of the Wasatch Fault. So you're buying a new house? No, I'm not buying a house. A friend of mine. And it's not the the house, the footprint of the house wouldn't be over the fault, but the fault is like 10 feet into the backyard. And uh, he's trying to decide whether he should buy this house because he really likes the house. So I know where you live, uh-huh. and I know where I live, uh-huh. and we're not that far from the fault, but uh-huh. we're not. it's not in our backyard. It doesn't matter. Does so? Would you, if you found a house you really liked, and and the the Wasatch freaking fault went right through your backyard, would you buy the house? I, I hate to break it to you, Gordon, but that's how you are living currently. No, it's not. Well, you and I are a mile, or at least a mile it, from the fault. Same thing. On top, your property it's, is. It's, a, it's the same thing. Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're not in danger of the rupture actually tearing our house apart. We may get a whole lot of shaking and baking, but we're not on top of it. So that's my question. I'm not a geologist. Have you ever uh, investigated earthquake insurance? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's the same thing. I had earthquake insurance until my the insurance company stopped uh, providing earthquake <laughs> exactly. insurance. Exactly. <laughs> and my premium was cut in half. Right. Mm-hmm. So, again, my question, Austin, would that bother you? Uh, everything bothers me. <laughs> everything Well, I know does. we're all susceptible to it everywhere. Because even if you live out in the valley somewhere, you got that liquefaction thing going and all that. But if your property mm-hmm. is on top of the fault, and he's asking my advice, and I don't know what to say. Here's how this works. Tell him to do it. All of you, when the big rupture happens, you'll be just fine, and it'll be my neighborhood that's nowhere near it that somehow that's where the biggest rip in the earth will be. It's, it's a, we're all going to shake. I get that. But but uh, but is there a difference between being a mile away from it and being on top of it? No. Yes, there, there's got to be. <laughs> there, no. Do you think? Like, okay. Yes, one you might stay on top of the earth; the other you're going into the earth. Do you think uh, when that San Francisco earthquake happened during the World Series, somebody was standing a mile away from the epicenter and was like, "You know what? <laughs> I barely felt this it. isn't bad at all. I don't know what everybody was there a would, dump truck that just I drove don't by. Know what everybody was complaining about? 
So that is the question. If there are any geologists out there, please communicate with me during the show today. Does it matter if you're a mile away or if you are? Would you buy a house that the fault was running through the yard? As we all know, geologists, big sports radio fans. They are. Mm-hmm. I, took a, I, I took a geology class. <laughs> I did, class. too. Uh, actually, I took, uh, I took two, but one of them was Intro to Natural Disasters. And uh, it, let's just say that uh, folks around here, and, and probably everywhere, are extremely reckless with where they choose to build their homes and there's very little like pushback like hey you know if there's a big earthquake it's probably a really terrible idea to have a home there there's not a whole lot of that less than certainly you would think and uh yeah he our our professor just stood there and pointed at different houses on the hill and he's like when the big when the big one hits that one's gone and that one's gone and that one's gonna slide into that one and that one's gone and it's is this how you're breaking it to gordon no i'm just saying that, that you might as well tell your friend to do it because you and i'm assuming he lives probably close by you are already assuming that risk well, he has not bought the the, the house, but D- DJ, a very smart man, he uh, he tweets in to me. He says, "You're both screwed. Too close to the fault to matter." Right. That's exactly what I'm saying. But if the fault is in your freaking yard, it could tear your house in half. I don't know what to tell you, Gordon. Your house could be torn in half too. Well, it might be bounced in half, but it wouldn't be torn in half. Well. It's still in half. Listen to the guy from Southern California. He knows these things. Uh, if anybody can help me on this, DJ, I appreciate it. DJ is a very smart man. Uh, so I, 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 I tend to believe what he says, and uh, I tend to believe what you say. But I think you were being a little reckless. I, I mean, I was being reckless. You were being cavalier with it, just automatically saying it doesn't matter. Um, if it's in your yard, it might matter a little bit, right? No. It's, it, you might as well be built on the fault, too. So what do you think the likelihood is of a, of a major earthquake along the Wasatch Fault within the next 50 years? 50-50. Probably Either it good. happens or it doesn't. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, can you still get er, uh, earthquake insurance around here? Probably I'll sell some you to live. you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that, that preoccupied some of my day-to-day trying to figure that, that, that out. That is why you're in a weird mood today? Though? No, 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 no. I'm a little shook up. Well, take that one off your plate, buddy, because that one's easy. Really? I I'm, I am impressed that you just made an Elvis and an earthquake joke at the, the very same time. Uh, stay tuned. Sam Merrill is going to be on the show coming up at 3.30. In fact, uh, let's talk a little Aggie basketball. Let's get to it. It's time for the split story of the day. Two guys, two topics, two, two, two. two opinions. You talk, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5, 1280 The Zone. It is. And The Zone Sports Network. Porter gets it to Brito. Brito will launch the three at the buzzer. Bang, yes. bang, bang, bang. Diogo Brito with the three from the right wing, and it's an eight-point game at the break. And the Aggies have some momentum. Merrill outside the three-point line, straightaway three. Yeah. They're setting up for Merrill for a final shot. Tie ball game. Chance to win the conference championship. Sam Merrill against Fagan. Seven seconds, six seconds, five seconds. Sam rises for three. Yes! You've got to be kidding me! Sam, I 
shot off. It is up, and it's no good. Utah oh, State oh, has won oh. the game. Utah State, back-to-back conference champions. Put on your best dress, baby. We're going to the dance. Bubble, we don't need no stinking bubble. Utah State's going to the tournament. That is our guy, the world-famous Scott Gerrard on the call. The Aggies are going dancing. They beat yes, San Diego they State 59 to 56. And by the way, Scotty G all over Sports Center, all over oh, uh, the fantastic. place this weekend. Great and you call. Kn- and you knew it would be. You know, Scotty is really, really good. That's what he does. And here's the thing, though. I was watching that live, and when I saw what he did there, I, I, I thought the same thing that Scotty was saying. It was just like, what a freaking stud. I mean, that was calm as a summer's evening. He's very, he's very good. Holy cow. I mean, he made it look like he was out in his backyard just shooting around. He, this, uh, you know, this run back-to-back conference tournament champions, I mean, that's a, that's a big deal. Yeah. This is a very good Utah State team, I think, that has underperformed at times this year, Gordon, but we're seeing them play their best basketball at the exact right time, and that was such a huge win. And Sam Merrill is the one leading the way. I mean, he's the one putting the team on his back, so to speak. I don't mean to take credit away from other folks that are that are playing well, uh, but he's just on a different level. I mean, was he's there, hitting big shots. He's taking over games. Was Amazing. there any doubt who was going to take that shot? Oh, no, not at all. The whole building knew. <laughs> exactly, and you and still couldn't stop him. Pulled up from the parking lot. He did. That was an NBA 3. And uh, it was that takes guts, man. That, that That's the difference between a good player and a great player. When they can do that, and I understand that if he'd missed it, they would have gone into overtime probably. So it wasn't like they were behind or anything, but still, I ain't taking nothing away from Sam Merrill on that one. That was a thing of beauty. And Aggie should be very proud of what's happening with this team. I wouldn't want to play that team in the tournament, would you? No, and I hope they get a decent seed. I I you know, they eliminated doubt making the tournament. They were probably going to be a bubble team. You heard Scotty with the line there, don't need no stinking bubble. But I hope them winning the tournament, they get some credit that will get them a, a, a decent seed. I mean, you got to get a, a good matchup, you know, mm-hmm. and be able to win a game. I mean, that would be so special for that program. But the problem is when you're, when you're one of those bubble teams or in that area, sometimes you get those matchups, Gordon, that it's just like, well, Never mind. Yeah, exactly. But college basketball isn't really that way this year. Everybody's kind of on an even playing field. It does field. seem that way. Yeah, yeah, so. Oftentimes, any team. And speaking of San Diego State, I mean, that team has looked vulnerable of late. We've yeah. watched some of their games during while we've been in the studio, and a bunch of teams threatened them. But I, I, don't, I don't say that to take anything away from the Aggies, but... Uh, I thought I thought San Diego State. Some people wanted the Aztecs to be a number one seed. I'm not sure they're playing like it right now. They're playing the exact opposite of what the Aggies are. The Aggies have gotten better and they're peaking at just the right time. And I think the Aztecs are sort of, I don't know, they look a little off to me. So uh, the Aggies is Sam Merrill the best Aggie of all time? See, I thought about That's that what when Scotty I said. when I heard uh, the Scotty's call. Um, I, I mean, you know, J.C. Carroll was really good, but I don't, I don't know if he was better than Sam Merrill. You know, Spencer Nelson was good. Uh, I don't know. Go back in the Wayback Machine, Gordon. This is your forte. Is there mm-hmm. anybody back in the day that we should be considering? Uh, yeah, I think there are a couple of Aggies that uh, were uh, are worth considering. Um, 
Oh, man. What's the name of the Aggie who was tragically killed? Oh, Wayne Estes. Wayne Estes. Yeah, what about Wayne? He was fantastic. Everybody brings up Wayne. Uh, I don't know. I didn't I didn't see him play, but I, I've talked to people that, that did and said he was just amazing. I just that has been on our minds a little bit, and uh, to hear Scotty, uh, sort of the authoritative voice, saying it in that moment, uh, maybe he's right. Well, here's what I think is is pretty cool about what Sam has been able to do. Remember, they switched conferences. They went to the Mountain West Conference, where they play a better brand of basketball. And you know, we saw we saw Utah go through it when they moved to the to the Pac-12. That's a that's a pretty hard undertaking. And you know, Coach Durier probably deserves some credit because he did a lot of that hard work, and it didn't work out for him. And it's been a perfect pairing with Coach Smith. And but you know, give Coach Durier some credit as they've built. And then Sam Merrill has been the kind of constant of, as they've ascended. And you add Kata to that mix, and. You know, you've got a pretty special team, but that's, that's he he was there at a low point and they're in a bigger, better conference and he's taken them to the top. I think it's a, it's an underrated story. It's pretty cool. It is cool. And Sam Merrill, uh, he he this when you watch a kid play like that, I always I always try to think, OK, how would how would he do against NBA talent? And it's a natural sort of process to go through. And I'm not talented enough as far as scouting to, to really know. All I know is that he's the kind of warrior you would want on your team. And I don't know. Do you think he's got a real shot in the NBA? See, I, I, we're going to have Gabe in here for uh, in a second from uh, Syringa Networks. And I was, uh, I was talking to him about this uh, before the show started. And... Shooting is it's such a commodity in the NBA, and you'd think that somebody would want to, you know, at least kick the tires on that because he's an incredible shooter. Uh, but is the athleticism there? Does he is he a good enough athlete? Be it, but his size is good. I mean, six five two oh five. It it what makes him a little bit different as a prospect than say Jimmer Fredette because it's not just. I mean, you can hide somebody on defense who's six five if you don't think he's athletic enough. But you know, it's it's hard. When going up against the best athletes in the world, mm-hmm. I mean that's that's no no pun intended. Well, no short order. I know this. That kid is one heck of a basketball player. I don't know if he's a pro or if it's just college or whatever, but he is a joy to watch. That's for sure. And he's going to be on the show coming up next. So stay yeah. tuned. We're going to talk to uh, to Sam Merrill, Kristen Kenny, going to be on the show today. Chris Mannix going to be on the show today as well. But, uh, yes, we'll get to uh, Sam Merrill coming up right around the corner. Joining us now in studio, I was just talking about him. He is our good friend Gabe from Syringa Networks. Gabe, first of all, it's good to see you. How are things? Going great, guys. Great to see you all, too. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, you said uh, we were talking off the air. Uh, things busy. That's good. Things are extremely busy for us right now, yeah. It's well, a- I mean, people are figuring out that you guys can can do it better, can be there, and uh, you, you know are always going to be there. Don't get bounced around when it comes to service and your local company making it happen. Yeah, that's what it's all about in the telecommunications industry, especially if you're a business user. You you can't afford to be down. Uh, people got to be able to get a hold of you. They got to be able to buy your products. You've got to be able to move data back and forth at, at, at uh, you know with reliable speeds and accuracy. And so that's really what we do at Syringa Networks is we make it so that our our clients can indeed uh, uh, worry about their business. We'll take care of all the connectivity needs that they have. 
Because you guys, uh, first of all, you have 24-7 uh, tech support, 365. I mean, you're always there. But it's also, I mean, you've got cable in the ground, man. I mean, it's it's going to work for you. It's going to be great. Yeah, that, that is true. That's uh, one of the, the things that we offer is full access to all of our technicians or engineering folks. We do have, uh, as you said, cable in the ground, which uh, guarantees you to have the highest speeds possible when it comes to Internet access or connecting two businesses together or whether it be your voice services. So we, we, we truly believe that not all Internet is created equal. Some is better than others. And we, we truly believe that the way we've engineered and designed our networks is uh, vastly superior to what's out there today. And I know we'll probably get into this uh, a little bit more heavily as the show goes along, but uh, we're going to talk security today too, right? Yeah, that's one of the things that we're very heavily focused on. We know that in today's world, uh, you know, we have all, all kinds of different threats going on, obviously, but uh, cybersecurity is one of the, the big hot buttons that exist today. And at Syringa Networks, we're, we're, we're helping our client base and really anyone out there with uh, cybersecurity. All right, so find out more at syringanetworks.net. That's S-Y-R-I-N-G-A, syringanetworks.net. Gabe, it's good to see you. Thanks for coming in today. Likewise, guys. Thank you. All right, we'll have more Big Show. Sam Merrill joins us next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is DJ and PK. Tim McComb, former basketball coach at collegiate level. I think this is the year BYU wins that tournament. Wins the tournament? They'll be cutting down the nets on I, Tuesday. I really, really believe it. I think just the way that team is loving the moment, it's just amazing. They're feeling no pressure. I honestly believe guy for guy, they're better than everybody else in the league. You know, I called the Gonzaga win two weeks before. You did? I just don't think anybody's playing as good a ball as they're playing. I'm not going saying this team's going to the Final Four, but I think they're playing as good a basketball as anybody in their league, and they're on something special right now. Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 till 10. Presented by WCF Insurance, reminding you to be careful out there. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Thank you very much for making us part of your day. Band of the day today, Led Zeppelin. Gordon, uh, selected by our friend Gabe from Syringa Networks and brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. Get the latest tour news and artist insight. Go to livenation.com. Uh, we're going to talk to uh, Sam Merrill coming up here momentarily. What a weekend for him. It's going to be a pretty cool experience, right? You would think so, yeah. I mean, it's a dream. Every kids that are out in the you know playing ball, out in their yards or in the driveways or whatever, you know, this that's that's what you dream of, right? A game-winning shot at the end and to clinch the title that way, nothing but cool. Yeah, pretty amazing. So uh, excited to talk to Sam coming up here. And Did I tell you about the time I hit that game winner. No. All right. Well, it wasn't. That wasn't much on the line, but. Was this like a lunchtime league or something like that? <laughs> tell you when I hit the game winner in the pickup game. And hey, look, we all have our own little realms. It's just that Sam's is a lot bigger than uh, mine. Was just a small little humble thing. And let's let's get out to the Sprint special guest line. Lease any phone and get an iPad or Samsung Tab A for ninety nine ninety nine. Visit the Sprint store nearest you. Of course, uh, Aggie guard Sam Merrill with us here on the Big Show. And Sam, can you believe Gordon's comparing his pickup game winner, <laughs> no, 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 like a lunchtime <laughs> league, to uh, to what you just did down there in Vegas? Hey. It- 
any game winner's a game winner. So I res- yeah. I respect it. I respect <laughs> the grind. Well, I, I appreciate that, Sam. But I got to tell you, in that, what explain to our listeners what it's like. I mean, everybody in the building thought that you would take the shot, and what's it like to go through the final ten seconds of that, and what it was like for you? Uh, yeah, it was just. Uh, fortunately, it's tied. Um, there's a ton more pressure when you're down one or down two than than when it's tied. So it doesn't feel like a must make, but for me, I was just, I was, I spent the whole week hoping that I'd get an opportunity like that. Um, and somehow against all odds, because the odds of that actually happening, tie game, your ball, no shot clock, the odds of that are pretty low. So um, getting that opportunity was, was awesome. And then, I was just trying to get the best, not the best shot, because the shot I took was, probably wasn't a very high percentage shot, but um, with the guy guarding me being a, a few inches shorter than me, I knew I could get whatever shot I wanted. Um, and I was going to go to one move, but he 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 took it away a little bit, so um, I just rhythmed up with my left hand and um, took a little step back, and that's a shot I've taken thousands of times, so I was pretty confident that it was going uh, Gordon and I were talking about this a little bit earlier, Sam. Uh, pretty amazing for you that you know Utah State goes to the Mountain West Conference, which is a great basketball league. You know, you go to Utah State and to build the program to the point where you get two conference championships two years in a row is uh, is is amazing. What has it been like throughout that building process, especially you being a kind of a lifelong Aggie guy, right? Yeah, definitely. Um, grew up watching. Utah State win a ton of games as a kid back when they were in the Big West and the WAC, and they would just dominate those leagues. And, um, and then the move to the Mountain West, I know it was tough for Utah State for a few years, and um, I was a part of two of those years where we were just just weren't very good, and we had to adjust and um, had to adjust who we were. And obviously, hiring Coach Smith was was the most important thing that this school did. Um, but to be a part of the the resurrection of this program um, has been it's been such a joy just to see uh, how the fan base has has reawoken how how the team has gotten so much better how we've all been able to grow as a team and uh, to win back to back regular season championships is, is obviously very hard um, and we weren't able to do that but to win back to back conference tournaments is also extremely hard and. Um, I know not a lot of people thought we could do it because San Diego State's so good. So um, to be able to do that this past weekend was was super fun. What's been the trajectory of this team this year, Sam? Because it seems like you faced some adversity. Some guys have been banged up a little bit, including yourself. I think you, you've been playing uh, probably less than 100% physically and yet fought through the whole thing. What's it been like and how are you playing now versus how you're playing uh, I mean the entire team two months ago. Yeah, it's been a different season. Last year was like a dream season. Um, we we obviously lost some games, but didn't have hardly any adversity, had no injuries. Um, seemed like every game that we needed to win, we won. Um, and this year's been different. We come in with expectations. We're a preseason top 20 team. We're a unanimous pick to win the league. And, and our big our star centers hurt for – almost half the season and we got other guys banged up um we had a ton of ankle injuries and 
and Abel Porter's had his back injury, and uh, and we had a couple games where we just didn't play Aggie basketball and got away from who we were. And we lose four out of five in January to start January, and it almost seemed like we were dead in the water. But we've got we've got some high character guys on this team, and we got some guys with a ton of pride, and and got some guys that just did not want to go out that way. So we stuck with it. Um, we stayed tough. We we fixed some things and. Right now we're playing our best basketball. We had a little slip up at Mexico last week, but if you look at the last month and a half to two months, we've been playing high, high-level basketball, and um, we said it all year. We want to be at our best in March, and, and hopefully that's where we're at right now. Sam Merrill with us from Utah State, 97.5 and 1280 of the zone. Now, Sam, this year was a little weird with the Mountain West Conference Tournament coming a week earlier than it usually does, which means you guys will have uh, a little bit of time off here. How nice is it that you get the automatic bid for the NCAA Tournament and uh, instead of sitting around sweating it for the next week? It seems like that would be terrible. Yeah, I was, I was not prepared, but I was ready for this week to be the worst week of my life. <laughs> just with so much stress and not knowing what's going to happen. So to be able to go out there and win win that game and in the fashion that we did against a top-five team and uh, be able to obviously still get to work this week, but knowing that, that our name's going to be called without doubt on Sunday, it's, um, it's definitely lowered my stress level, that's for sure. So, Sam, we got a lot of young people listening to our show and maybe some older folks, too. But what advice would you give? How, I guess this is the question. How did you get so good? And what is the key to improving the way you have? Uh, I don't know. It seems like everyone works hard. and Everyone talks about hard work. Not everyone works hard. And I've worked very hard. And um, I think that shows. But I've also been, you know, blessed to be around a lot of really good people who have helped me and um, some great coaches, um, great friends who love sports, and, and all and all the the support systems that I've had. But I think more than anything, I just I love basketball, um, and I I watch more basketball than probably anybody, um, with the exception of maybe scouts. Like I, I just I love watching basketball, NBA, college, all that stuff, and so I think I mentally have been able to to learn and to adapt better because I watch so much and watch in detail and 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 learn about the game when I watch. I don't just watch to be entertained. Um, and with with the weaknesses that I have with, with the lack of of great athleticism or, or foot speed or whatever, that's the kind of stuff that you need to to be successful is you need to learn how to have a high IQ and um learn how, how the game is played at its best. So I think that's what stood out to me is um, just how much I love the game, and I think that's helped me immensely. With that in mind, who's who's your favorite player to watch right now? That's also a good question. Um, I don't really have a, a favorite player in the NBA, especially these last couple of years now that, like, now that my goal is to play in the NBA, I don't want to be, like, a fanboy, but... Um, I'm. I know jazz fans. Um, some jazz fans have been down on Mike Conley this year, but I'm all aboard the Mike Conley train. I love watching him play, even if he's even if he's missing shots. 
Um, he's my guy and um, love watching him play. So the fact that he's been playing much better and making shots lately is, has been has made me happy for sure. So you mentioned the NBA. Uh, do you, how confident are you that that's in your future? I know you got some business to take care of still at Utah State, but uh, it's got to be dancing around in your mind somewhere. Yeah, it's it's obviously the ultimate goal, and uh, it's I know there's an opportunity. Um, from everything I've heard, there's there's a real opportunity. I obviously have to improve a couple things, um, get my body better, get into better shape. Um, and then try and try and improve athletically as much as I can. But from everything I've been told, if I if I can fix those things and, and just get a little better and show, be able to show who I am as a player and um, the intelligence that I have and the toughness and competitiveness that I have, then, then there's a real opportunity. So um, once this is all done in a, hopefully about a month when our season's over. Um, that'll be the goal, but right now it's just um, trying to win one game at a time. You know, Sam, in talking with you right now, it, some of the things you've said remind me, I had a sit-down with Yoli Childs last week and wrote a, a column about him in the Soli Tribune, and some of the things he said really mirror what you're saying. He said he always dreamed of playing in the NBA, and he just loved the game. He loved the freaking game. Now, you guys are uh, fortunate from this standpoint. You grew to be, what, 6'5", something like that, so you've got good size. And so some of your physical gifts, uh, you might have to work on some, but but you've got an advantage maybe that some others haven't. But I think that that attachment to the game is so important for young players. And it sounds like you've been able to keep it in perspective. You love it and you're passionate about it, but you know there's other important things in life too. It's impressive. Yeah, I think that's that's one of the biggest things. If you're going to be good at something, you have to love doing it, and you have to love everything about it. And uh, like you said, I've, you know, I could be six three, but and, and my my dad's not tall. I don't come from a very tall family, so I'm. It, it truly is a blessing that I that I grew to be six five and have the the height that I have, and uh, hopefully I can make the most of it. Our boy uh, Scotty G is in the studio right now uh, across from us. What would you think about his uh, call? Did you have a chance to hear it and him calling you a stud? Yeah, I have heard that. That's uh, two, two fellow Bountiful boys right there. Um, <laughs> Scott, Scotty's awesome. We love him, and we love when he travels with us. And uh, he's obviously – I don't ever, like, rewatch the game with his radio call, but hearing, hearing his occasional calls like that uh, – I know he does a really good job, and he's a great guy as well. Sam, he called you the greatest Aggie of all time. Scotty, get on the mic there. Come on. Talk to your man. Talk to Sam. He, Scotty's he's, being shy. He's right here. Come on. <laughs> he's ducking. There he is. All right. He's on. He's on. He's, he's Sam, on the how mic. are you, man? <clears throat> What's up, Scotty? How you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm sorry. You got you to gotta, you gotta, you gotta hang out with these two guys. <laughs> Hey, you you've almost gotten more pub than me these last couple days. Dude, I that thing blew up. Uh, so, so yeah, greatest Aggie to ever play uh, at Utah State. Sam won't admit it, and nor should he. But yeah, he's you know, and look, nobody the Estes thing, and, and I get it. He's you know, it's it, there's a lot of people up there that love love uh, Wayne Estes, but I don't know. There's a lot of Aggie fans that think uh, Sam's the guy, and I would agree with him too. But then again, I'm a little biased too because you know he's a bountiful guy. Yeah, right. 
And he's making you famous. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, Sam, uh, hey, congratulations on a, on a great conference tournament run. Uh, good luck in the NCAA tournament, and thank you very much for a few minutes. We really appreciate it. All right. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks, Sam. Uh, Sam Merrill. The great Sam Merrill. The greatest Aggie of them all. Sam Can we hear that call one more time? We should. I, mean, I, I need to hear that one more. Scotty is one of the best in the business. He really is. I mean, Scotty could be working for the biggest network out there. He could. You know, I, I think he's good enough to do this. He is so good. At, but I, I just love hearing this kind of call. You know, it's it's spontaneous. And it's just exciting. I was telling Scotty that today uh, as we were going into a meeting that he captures the moment really, really well. What the hell just happened? I mean, even that. See, that is the craziest finish to a football game that I've ever seen, that Colorado (laughs) State-Utah State game. And everybody was thinking, what the hell just happened? Because the Aggies had lost. And then all (laughs) of a sudden, the Aggies had won. (laughs) (laughs) Let's give Scotty another listen, man. It's worth it. All right, here he is. for three. Yes! You've got to be kidding me! Sam, I am! Merrill, straightaway three! 2.5 seconds left in the game. Sam Merrill is a freaking stud. You cannot believe the distance that Sam hit that shot from. Three feet behind the line. Sam Merrill, the greatest Aggie to ever don a uniform at Utah State. Woo! Electric. All kinds of stuff going on there. I heard Scotty on his show earlier say he was he was tired after it was all said and done. I bet you were. I bet you were just on empty. <laughs> I mean, seriously, that that run too, those games all in a row, incredible. Yeah, incredible. Good, good work, Scotty. Good for the Aggies. That's uh, that's absolutely terrific. Uh, yeah, excited to watch them in the NCAA tournament, and and would love to see him come away with a win. No, no doubt. I mean, I would like I said, if I'm an opposing team. Let's see. What do you think? What uh, make a guess on a seed? Nine, maybe. You think it'd be that? I hope so. Well, if you're going to go up against the Aggies <laughs> and you're facing them, you better not be overly confident because I'm telling you, they'll tear your heart out. All right, we want to remind you about our friends at Zero Res. Zero Res leaves no dirt attracting residues behind so your carpets stay cleaner longer. Schedule your cleaning today for just $33 per room. Clean three areas and your fourth is free. Call Zero Res for details. More straight ahead on The Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is Tony Parks and Austin Horton. Merrill is something Utah State has never had, where he is like your guy. He embodies everything about Utah State. He wanted from day one to be an Aggie, went there, helped turn over a culture. There's all these different things that make Utah State basketball really special historically, but now you've got this. And this is every bit of the Van Horn, every bit of the Jimmer, every bit of that. This guy embodying your program, and he is your star. That second half was one of the best conference tournament games I've ever seen. That shot, he was so far behind the three-point line. I thought, anyone else shooting that? And you go, what are you doing? Wonderful, wonderful moment. Kudos to Utah State going back-to-back conference tournament champs. Tony Parks and Austin Horton. Weekdays from 10 to noon on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network.
Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Thank you very much for making us a part of your day. Want to remind you, we're going to be down uh, at the warehouse, Gordon, hanging out with uh, Tom and the gang coming up on Thursday from 3 to 6, 86 East University Parkway right there in Orem. Price is so low, it'll blow your mind. I was pretty excited when uh, when Gabe, Gabe uh, from Syringa picked Led Zeppelin today, Gordo. So as you know, like every morning, I have my daughter pick uh, a record, and that's what we listen to as we're getting ready to, to start the day, right? And so she picked Led Zeppelin two the other day, which was awesome, obviously, because it's an incredible album, but also that I would say 75% of the time lately she's selected uh, the the Chipmunks country album <laughs> and I that? I've grown I've grown a little tired of that. So <laughs> I, I did. It was it was good. She picked Led Zeppelin two and I, I just thought, oh thank Why goodness. Why do you own that? You you might be the only person that owns that the the Chipmunks country album. Never heard of it. It's it's pretty amazing. Uh, it just what do they sing? Uh, let's standing see outside the fire. No, they they sing. Thank God I'm a country boy. Uh, <laughs> what's uh what's the mamas don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys on the road again. On the road again. Yeah, yeah. It's it's it's. Can't wait to get on the no, road you know again. where I found it? it. You've gone to the sale with me. A, a, a store or a record shop around here does a like a sale once a quarter where you get to rummage around their warehouse and see what they've got. I think I found it there, and I was like, oh, I don't have very For many. How much? Kids albums. Oh, it was like a dollar. You've overpaid. Yeah. Well, now <laughs> I I even hit it from her the other day. Like put it in the back of the stack. You know, kind of like, okay, well, we'll take a break from this one. Oh, she sniffed it right out. Just hearing you talk about this makes me nostalgic because it reminds me of all the albums my dad had growing up. And I don't have any albums. I mean, I might have an album here or there stashed away somewhere. Gabe, you got albums? You know, I kind of like like Jake here. My daughter is big into the into the vinyl. She's got a pretty massive collection that's of pretty vinyls. awesome yeah oh wow it's fun it, yeah. it, it, it's so a fun hobby what's the uh what's the finest vintage vinyl you got you know she uh she collects them um so she uh recently found like a like this uh fleetwood mac album i forget i think it was like rumors rumors, rumors. Yeah, uh-huh. and it was still in plastic and everything so wow. it, hadn't, it had never been open so rumors is awesome yeah. i have uh, austin gave me the uh the uh linda ronstadt album Nice, because that's that's Gordon's celebrity crush. No, it wasn't. But he gave it to me, and I it's in a treasured place, the DI somewhere, <laughs> somewhere at a <laughs> thrift store somewhere. I don't even have a turntable anymore. Uh, well, you should get one. Yeah, They're cool. I guess so. uh, Gabe is here from Syringa Networks, and we're helping folks out uh, with their communications and their telecommunications, and even their security. Yeah, that, that's correct. You know, one of the things we're offering right now is a free cybersecurity assessment and a network assessment for our clients and really anyone in the business community in Utah. There's a lot of things to consider when you're looking at uh, perhaps adding another branch location or um, changing up your voice systems and things of that nature. So our experts are willing to come by, take a look at your network, and see what its performance really is and what it can really handle. And the great part about you guys is a lot of people in, or a lot of companies in this space will get bought out. And all of a sudden, you think you're getting service from one company, and then next thing you know, it's some giant conglomerate somewhere else. And all of a sudden, your customer service uh, you know, uh, gets worse and all those sorts of things. You guys are, are here and aren't going anywhere. That's correct. Yeah, we, we are a local local company here, so uh, we're not susceptible to all that stuff. So the, the, as these companies consolidate, they tend to push out all their local support out somewhere else. 
And so if you're trying to, if you're having issues or troubles with your network or uh, things uh, things come up, questions about your bills, it's really difficult to get a hold of somebody. But here, local number, local people answer the phone, and we're here to help uh, the business community here. 24-7, 365. That's correct. You guys in Denny's, you're yep, always uh, uh, always open. Yeah, we even have pictures on our menus, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Check them out, uh, syringanetworks.net. Find out what they can do for you. That's S-Y-R-I-N-G-A, syringanetworks.net. Thanks, Gabe. Thank you, guys. All right, we'll have more for you coming up next. Chris Mannix, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This, this, this is Hans Olsen and Scotty G. It's what you want. The great Craig Bowler, Jack. It's been an interesting season to this point. It's been up, down, up, down, up, down. Jazz win, what, 19 of 21. Then they drop five. They win four. They drop, you know, either you're winning or you're losing. But I think consistency's got to be there from here on out. The time of talking about we're still learning about each other, we have to figure things out. You know, time is starting to tick, and the games are starting to really kind of run away from you. So you can't afford uh, to have another drop. This is where you want this team to hopefully they've been through the rough time and now they figure things out and you make a really strong run and play your best basketball before the postseason catch hans and scotty every day from noon to three presented by your rocky mountain chevy dealers on 97.5 1280 the zone and the zone sports network